0: and welcome back to the F2 show with Inside F2. Not long now until the season starts. It's just around the corner and we've been very fortunate enough to be joined by Jack Crawford on today's podcast. Uh, Jack, uh, how are you and how's the off-season been?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, off-season was was good. It, it actually wasn't very long. I think our, our break from Monza to Abu Dhabi last year was longer than than this off-season uh, since we had the shakedown test so early and as well the Bahrain test so early so um, but it was good to to cool off and um, you know get some time off I went snowboarding in, in Colorado and just spent some time at home with my family so it was it was great to kind of switch off from racing for about three three weeks or so
0: yeah good nice and heading into your second season then how are you feeling do you, do you feel like coming into your second season you have a little bit more confidence and you're, you're more prepared for a Formula 2 season
1: yeah, for sure. I feel so much more confident. I think coming back to Bahrain, you know, it's the first place we, we come back to since, you know, everything I experienced as a rookie. So coming back, it's like, whoa, I learned, I know so much more than I did last year. And, you know, it's a huge step in, in performance as well. So you learn a lot with uh, just having more experience and as well, it gives you more confidence, especially especially, you know, you end the year, doing well. And then, you know, you start the new year. Well, so. And a strong team as well. Dams, talk to us about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to be with, with Dams. They've, uh, they've done a great job, uh, preparing us for, for this year. And, um, you know, it's, it's really exciting. We obviously have the new car this year, so it puts a lot of pressure on the engineers, but I, I they're doing a really great job so far. And um, you know we're trying to learn as much as possible in the the limited testing we have. So definitely, and I've got to say, one of my favourite
0: liveries on the grid. That livery looks very good on the new car, doesn't it? Yeah,
1: it does. It looks amazing. I for sure the best livery on the grid.
0: <laughs> yeah, nice. Love it.
1: Um, your teammate this
0: year, JM Correa. Um, yeah, a very strong teammate. How how do you uh, how do you head into the season knowing that you've got a strong teammate? And uh, yeah, how uh, what's the relationship like there?
1: yeah it's really good obviously the all-american american American lineup so that's that's quite cool that's not something you see in in european motorsports every day but um no it's it's really nice to have him as a teammate obviously has a lot of experience in the past um you know he's a bit a bit older than me and um he has really good experience um you know he's seen a lot he's been through a lot you know he's raced a lot of things so it's really good to have him as a teammate and hear his input and everything. And, you know, it just helps drive the team forward a, a bit as well. I guess as well, obviously going into Formula 2 last year with
0: Isaac as well, who was a rookie, there was there was no one to, that had that experience in a Formula 2 car. So is it nice this year knowing that JM does have that experience and you have that experience as well? Maybe you can learn a bit off each other.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's quite, quite cool actually because, you know, last year me and Isaac were – completely unknown just using data from the past and just using what we had from f3 basically our experience in f3 and and now me and Juan we've we've uh, been in two different teams in f2 and um, you know we're taking all the experience from his team at VAR and my team at hightech everything we learned and sort of putting it into one and it's actually quite quite cool how we can we can do that and it's quite nice to have someone with with experience as well. Definitely. Talk to me about the new car then. How are you preparing for,
0: for the new car? And obviously, you've tested it as well at uh, Barcelona. How was, uh, how, how was that?
1: Yeah, we, we haven't done a lot of testing. Um, you know, we missed, uh, you know, half a day per driver at Barcelona for the shakedown. And then as well in Bahrain, we got, had a session cancelled and, and a session in the wet. So in total, we got, you know, two and a half days of dry running. And, you know, a lot of that is as well doing a bunch of aero tests and all kinds of tests, you know, and stuff like that during during it to to get all kinds of data from the new car. So there actually hasn't been much driving. So I, I, I feel lucky to to not be a rookie. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, you know, from I've heard a lot of different things, but from my side, the car doesn't feel um I get there's not a big difference between last year's car and and this car in in terms of feeling, especially since since the tires are the same. Um, So, yeah, it's just about getting used to the minor the minor changes. Um, Obviously, the aero package is a lot a lot different. Um, So get used to that. And otherwise, it was uh, it, it was feeling quite similar last year. You talk about those minor things. What are those minor things? Is it, uh,
0: is it, yeah, have you got more downforce in the high corners? What what is high-speed corners? What, what What? are the, the minor differences?
1: Yeah, it, it just feels like it has a bit more downforce. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of other things as well. The chassis is a bit different. And um, I, I think the weight is, you know, there's a small difference in weight, if, if any. And it's just, uh, you know, when you drive for the first time, you can tell it's not the same as the last year's, but then as you can start to continue driving, it gets more and more similar. So um, it's also, I I, I think it also comes down to, you know, the the teams have a bit of an unknown on the setup so far because, you know, it's a new car. I'm sure as the the car develops over over the years, it'll just get quicker and quicker Mm -hmm. as teams get, get better knowledge as well. Yeah, definitely love that. Um, Back end of last season, obviously,
0: it was announced that you uh, were departing from Red Bull. Um, talk to us a little bit about that. Obviously, we'll talk about Aston Martin in a minute, but the, with the Red Bull departure, was that was that your decision to to part ways with Red Bull?
1: Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it, it came a time in my career where um, you know next or now twenty twenty four is such a, a crucial year for me. My second year in F two, I have a big opportunity to to you know do well and and make a step up into into Formula One or, or some job in Formula One so you know it's a it's a big year for me and, and in my opinion um, you know Red Bull was not the best place for me and I think it was it was even almost mutually agreed that you know Red Bull weren't already weren't too happy with me and as well we weren't too happy with them so it was a, a bit of a mix and um, you know in the end I found a a good place for me at uh, Aston Martin. So.
0: Yeah, talk to me about us, Aston Martin. And how how did that opportunity come about? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? Talk to me about how that process played out.
1: I actually don't remember who approached you. I just remember my manager coming coming to me and, and telling me we had, we had to meet them. But it happened. It was already in the works. Quite uh, at the end of last year, I believe it was as early as October or November. So. It's been in the works for a long time, and um, you know, it finally got announced, uh, you know, just a, a week or so ago. But um, it's been it's been known for a long time for me, and um, it's been something I've been been looking forward to for this year. And it gives it gives me a great opportunity to to learn and and be on the sim, and as well, I get to drive a you know the AMR twenty two at some point. So it's quite cool with aston martin what, what do you want to learn from this
0: year w- working with them obviously as you say doing a bit of sim work w- what do you want to get out of this year from aston martin from aston martin
1: yeah i just hope to to gain experience um especially in sort of that f1 machinery you know working with the f1 engineers and stuff like that i think it's a really good opportunity because i'm in the sim a lot i'm i'm learning the the char- characteristics of their car you know putting in a lot of hard work on the sim and and just uh, learning a bunch and um you know as well i have the opportunity to drive the car like i said so again more more experience gained and i think this year i just i just look to to gain as much experience and knowledge as possible with them and you know hope to apply it you know to my my f2 season and uh, especially hope it, it pays off in the future with
0: and I guess mentors don't come much better than a certain Fernando Alonso. Um, how much will you speak to him? And uh, yeah, I, I guess that'll be someone that you can learn an awful lot from, right?
1: Yeah, I, I would hope so. I, I know he also has some some drivers in F um, two, two yeah. drivers, I think, Portolazo yeah. and Pepe and Marty. So I don't know you how much be- he, I don't yeah. know how much advice he wants to give me, but um, <laughs> I'll, I'll try to to not act like I'm in an F2 and maybe he'll, he'll tell me something. But no, it'll be it'll be cool. I have the, the opportunity to get to, to go to some of the races with Pastor with Martin this year um, away from F2 and um, where I spend weekends with the team. And it'll be cool to, to just listen to feedback and hear what they have to say. I don't know if, if the drivers will talk to me or not, who knows, but um, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm open to anything. And
0: do you think an FP1 will be on the cards at some point? Maybe if not this season, next season. Do you think that's uh, yeah on the cards?
1: I would hope so. I, I'm not sure yet. Um, I, I don't think for this season it there will be any, but um, you know, hopefully for the future. Good stuff. Okay, uh, let's talk about Formula Two again. Then we're going to Qatar for the first time this season.
0: Uh, how much are you looking forward to that? And uh, I, I guess as well that that's going to be the race that everyone's training for, right? Because that's going to be physically really tough, right?
1: Yeah, we all, we all watched the F1 race last year and saw how, how tough that was. And, you know, we saw it on the calendar and, um, you know, there's actually, actually points with, you know, no power steering, which would be quite tough for us. Um, and, um, yeah, we have a long ways, obviously, to go into that race, but it's going to be hot and it's going to be, you know, physical as well with all the high speed corners. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but, yeah, never driven there um really looking forward to to driving there
0: what one race are you looking forward to the most this season what's the standout race on the calendar
1: um
0: there's a few decent ones aren't there
1: yeah yeah there's a few um i'll I'll name a few obviously monaco's a really you know one everyone looks forward to to drive i thought as well, Melbourne was really cool last year. Um, as long as it's as long as it's not raining, um, I think the car park was a disaster last year um, with muds. But that was a really cool event and a cool track. Have you driven Imola before? Yeah, yeah, Emola as well. It's it's been my favorite track growing up. But obviously, we didn't uh, we didn't get the race there last year. I was actually actually there for about one night, and then they canceled the race. So uh, that was fun um but yeah i I really hope to go back to Imola as well um but i am looking forward to every race I mean, there's so many good races on the calendar um you know they're all they're all great <laughs> yeah.
0: was you were, were you a bit gutted that Zandvoort was uh asked from the calendar, or
1: yeah, especially since you know they announced the calendar right after I got my my poll, so I was really yeah. <laughs> at Zandvoort. so I was really. I was really upset that they took the, the one track where I was on pull off the I, calendar, but I bet, uh,
0: high, I bet high tech a obviously <laughs> a race winning with Isaac as well. And then gone yeah. from the calendar, So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it,
1: it sucks for sure. But, um, yeah, Qatar as well. I think, um, you know, it comes down to, you know, Zenvo is such a small track. It's, you know, uh, the pit lanes bar- barely wide enough. The paddocks barely wide enough. So I, I understand um, if that's why they did it. But um, if it's because they just didn't want to go there, then <laughs> that's that would be sad. <laughs> that's fair enough, mate. Um, let's ask you some
0: some less serious questions now. Then, um, what's your? Have you got a, a pre-race song that you listen to that gets you in the in the zone?
1: Um, not a specific song, but I like to listen to Travis Scott a lot. I think okay. um just gets me in the mood a bit. Yeah, nice,
0: gets you going. Nice. Who uh who was your idol growing up? It could be a racing driver or non-racing driver.
1: Uh yeah, that's a, a good question. I never know how to answer this one because I don't I've never really had a an idol, let's say. Um uh, I'd say any any racing driver, idol, or someone I looked up to would probably be Max Verstappen. Uh, okay. Obviously, I'm getting to the point where I can almost race him, so I don't want him to be my idol anymore. Um, idol turned rival, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's the goal. <laughs> Love
0: that. Uh, who was the last person that you were starstruck by when you met them?
1: <sighs> last person I was starstruck by? Mm. So when I was in Miami in 2022 for the F1 race, yeah. I was walking into the Red Bull garage and I didn't meet her, but I, I walked past Serena Williams. Yeah. And wow. she was like a machine, man. She was like the strongest person I've ever seen in front of me. Like it was insane. And yeah. she was so tall and so big. It was, it was cool. Yeah. What's, what's your dream road car? My dream road car... Um, my dream road car would be a Rolls Royce, probably. A Rolls Royce. Okay, I didn't know whether
0: you're now contractually obliged to say an Aston Martin, and
1: uh... <laughs> no. So they actually asked me a, a similar question when I when I was there for the media day, and I also said Rolls Royce, so it was okay. Okay. They, they still... said it was okay to say a non politically correct answer. <laughs> Love that. Nice. Uh, what's your favorite form of social media? Is it Instagram? Is it TikTok? Um, definitely Instagram. Um, I think I scroll through about a thousand reels per day and it's very, very addicting (laughs) for sure.
0: Yeah. People, yeah. Get really hooked on it. I
1: have it it on my bottom list on my, uh, on my home screen. Love that! And last question: Who's
0: your best? Who, who's your best mate in the paddock? Have you got a best mate? I know, obviously, it's difficult to d- differentiate those relationships. But have you got a best mate in the paddock?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's a it's a close tie between Isaac and uh, Ollie, um okay. Behrman. So, five um, former teammates, I can't, I can't choose one. Former teammates, and you know, we both have our own activities that we do together. So it's <laughs> it's hard to choose. So. Yeah, got it. Nice. Is um what's the what's
0: the relate obviously Ollie is um he was your teammate at Prima in F3. Um is he one of the best drivers you've ever raced against and uh who is in your opinion the best driver you have raced against?
1: As a teammate, you mean or just both? Um one I guess one one person that always impresses me as let's say as a teammate, I think obviously Oli was in F three, so maybe he had a bit less experience. But I think l- last year Isaac was really impressive as a teammate. Um, a lot of times, something he was just always fast straight away, and there were some times where, you know, I, I'm I'm sure it happened to both of us, where sometimes we were just confused how how one was so fast, you know, like that. And um, and you know, the most impre- like the most impressive kind of things I've seen from someone on the grid is probably from. Uh, from Victor Martin, sometimes his qualifying laps or the pace he has is, is out of this world. So that's the that's the goal is to, to match every him. Um, last question from me
0: then is, uh, what does success look like um, at the end of the season? When you get to the end of 2024, what, what would be a successful se- season for Jack Crawford?
1: You know, I, I think proving myself at the top in F2, um, whether it's to be champion or or fighting for wins or in the top three, um, I think that would be a successful season, um, you know, making making a name for myself and, you know, solidifying myself as a top contender in F2. I think, you know, that's what, um, you know, Dams want, that's what Asmar want, that's what I want. So it's what, what everybody wants. So it's a, it's an agreed uh, agreed thought. So um, that, that would be the, the goal and I would be satisfied. Um, The season like that. Jack, thank you very much for sitting down with us and uh, from all of us here at
0: Inside F2, we wish you all the very best of luck for the season.
1: Thank you very much.